quit rising my family and friends I'm grateful to be up and to be able to share my voice with you guys once again I call it my meditation medication being a voice for those who needs to be heard but don't know how to be heard I want to start off enlightening you guys on who I am and a little of my background. I am Nabasha Ivy Conway Wallace, uh, the seventh child, uh, the youngest, a mother of three great kids, two girls, and one boy. They're adults, and I have the pleasure to enjoy my life with my four grandkids, three boys and one granddaughter. Uh, I know that God gave me a purpose to be here. I just didn't understand what the purpose was. And as I live one day at a time and wake up and allow God to order my steps, I notice what my purpose is. So with that being said, all my trials and my tribulations, I persevere. Um, I had a few devastations in my life and I managed by the grace of God to overcome them. One being uh, Hurricane Katrina and two being uh, diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. Uh, I want to start off by saying I just wanted change in my life and I prayed and asked God to give me change to remove me from where I was born and raised which is New Orleans, Louisiana Uh, down south best cooking best hospitality not the best in putting their citizens first and not the best with the government making the best decisions. So with that being said, I always wanted to relocate and live somewhere else, get out the hood. So I called myself praying and fasting two weeks before Katrina, just praying and asking God to replace me in another state where I could prosper, where my visions could be couldn't come to pass where I could be around visionaries so lo and behold I prayed and fast prayed and fast two weeks before Katrina then guess what come you guys Hurricane Katrina I remember asking my mom what are you going to do about this storm and she asked me what was my plans because she wasn't going to be here after we had them rode every storm out together up to this point. So I said, well, mom, my job is offering us to make extra money, stay at the hotel, bring our family. And that's my game plan. Did the research. The maintenance men told me that the hotel was 75 plus years old. 
so I felt very secure. So my game plan was to take me and my three kids at the time and go to the hotel. Well, my boyfriend, who is now my ex-husband, he was on drugs and wigging out and things like that. So his grandmother was 80-something years old and he was talking about this bad storm. So I said, uh, Ma, what are you going to do about your grandmother and your aunt? Uh, I don't know. I said, well, we got to go to the hotel. You need to call your grandmother that's 80 plus years old, that she have no choice, and that they're going to come with us to the hotel because his mom was deceased. So lo and behold, he called. He got him to come. So I went from being responsible for three of my kids to being responsible for my three kids, my ex-husband, his aunt, his grandmother, and his two cousins. So I was responsible at this point for seven people. So we went there and the first day it was cool. Tried to ride around the city, find ice, couldn't find no ice. Goes in a night ward. They got DJs playing. They got spacewalks for the kids. They smoking, they drinking. After they done told us that we need to prepare to evacuate for this major, huge hurricane that they know is going to do damage. So it was unsuccessful. Couldn't find no ice, went back to the hotel. Went downstairs, had a drink or two. Lo and behold, out of nowhere, hard storms to the point where they can't keep the water out of the lobby. So I goes upstairs, I get with my family, and I tell them we need to start praying. We start praying. And uh, the next day, the water starts emerging. But then we go to sleep that night. We feel a vibration and hear a boom. Wake up so the water no longer going down but it's rising again we witness people walking the bridge we can't help them uh, people jumping into the water to their deaths I don't know how to swim so I'm not about to go out there uh, the lights is out but by the grace of God I had two storage bins of food you know but we were kind of running out so, my ex-husband, he goes out there, you know how to swim, tries to go get some ice. He comes back with a whole bag of alcohol, not bread, not water, not snacks. You guys, alcohol. I said, Lord have mercy, give me the strength. So, by this time, I decide to uh, explore, go through the hotel, see if we could find food or what have you. We go to the top of the hotel, which is on, the pool is on top of the hotel. We see some helicopters that look like it was at uh, the racetrack. Flagged them down, everybody laughing at me, telling me, 
they're not coming in. So I tell my crew, I said, since they think it's a joke and we're not going to get no food, when a helicopter come, make sure we get all of that food. So lo and behold, a helicopter comes, throw boxes of food down, and we get them all. And first thing we do is put boxes to the side for the family. Then I go and distribute them out to the elderly and to the kids. So with that being, we was able to make it through that night. So we wake up the next morning and we hear helicopters and things like that. So I'm like, yes, we're about to get rescued. So with the water not going down, what they have to do is they have to come rescue us in a boat, bring us to the Superdome, walk through this nasty water, get on the bus, then get in line to get on an airplane, you guys. Must I remind you, I asked God, I prayed and fasted two weeks before to place me somewhere. I just didn't know what I had to go through to get there. But here we are. So then after we get in line to catch this plane, the government can't tell us where we're headed. They're just telling us we're headed somewhere. We ends up in Arkansas, so I'm grateful. Thank you, Jesus. If you think that was a blessing, guess what? This is one of the top 10 tourist attractions in one of the top 10 cheapest states to live in. Arkansas, a.k.a. the natural state. And there, we praised God. We thanked Him. We was on a spiritual campground. They catered to us. They helped us. All I kept doing is just thanking God. So, now, my boyfriend went from being a dope fiend to switching over and we're in the word every day thanking God for a new place, new scenery, you know, around visionaries. And they tell us uh, they're so grateful on how we kept our kids disciplined that they had a special family they wanted us to meet. So we meet the family and they're the Andy and Julie Mayberry family. She was a news broadcaster. He's a politician. She was fired from her job due to uh, her bringing a spiritual word to to the job, the workplace. And God just blessed them and still blessing them in major ways. And they helped us get situated, got me a job at the state hospital. Uh, my ex-husband, he was detailing cars, got him a great job. So, kids, the only black kids of like maybe 10 at the best school district in Arkansas. So, I couldn't have asked for anything better. Um, we get to call. My mom had been rushed to the hospital because she couldn't breathe. So she had to get a pacemaker and 
for a dental that she was diagnosed with ovarian cancer and she only had like six weeks to three months to live. So that was the reason she didn't want to stay and ride it out with me through Katrina because she knew she was sick. So I prayed and I asked God to just show me, God, are you ready for your child to come home or, you know, just prepare me. So I prayed and I fast and I prayed and I fast. And um, they called the family to the hospital. We all had to meet up in Alabama, even though it was scattered all over. And we was told that it wasn't nothing else that they could do, so... All of us at her bedside, we talking, and she calls me to the bed. And she said, Bosh, I went to a musical at Truvine, and Zeke sang out his soul. And Zeke is the organist player that's still at Truvine, and Truvine is the church that my ancestors came up in and we came up in. And I know she hadn't been to that musical there because she had been in a hospital for like, two months so um I said yeah she said yeah Zeke sang that is so I said oh oh she said oh gosh she pointed to the ceiling she said I won't go over there I said go over where ma she said I want to go over Lake Pontchartrain I said why you want to go in Lake Pontchartrain you don't know how to swim I want to go to Lake Pontchartrain that's where Jesus at so once again, the Lord deal with me through dreams and visions. So I had to came to terms that the Lord was ready for her because she was ready to be with the Lord. So, you know, um, we all prayed and kissed her and everything. And I started crying and she said, what are you crying for? I said, because you're about to leave me. She said, baby, and she looked in my eyes as I cried. She said, baby, you're going to be all right. You don't need to cry. You're going to be all right. And as much as I wanted to cry, you guys, my mom was speaking spiritual growth and determination and motivation and perseverance into my spirit and my soul. I just didn't know it at the time. So, she finally passed away. Our pastor from Truvine shipped her from Alabama all the way down to her hometown, New Orleans, Louisiana. We prepared her services, and guess what, you guys? The musical she said she attended, that actually was her funeral. The musical was her funeral, you guys. Her funeral was not a funeral service. It was the musical that she had previously saw envisioned. And she was letting me know about it. And I said, thank you, Jesus. I said, Lord, I just need your strength. I said, I remember asking my mom, Mama, how you could bury Mama and Daddy and Cousin and sister and brother and she said baby nobody but Jesus she said uh, 
time gonna come where you gonna have to bury mom and daddy and sisters and baby nobody but Jesus. So now I'm at this crossroads. With Jesus, I need that spiritual strength that my mama told me you gave her to bury everyone she had to bury. And oh, did he bless me. He carried me when I thought I couldn't carry myself. When I thought I couldn't make it out my mama, he showed me he was my mother to the motherless. And I endured her homegoing services. I had the strength that only God could give me that she told me. And I was grateful that I was brought up in a Christian upbringing that she and my dad allowed me to come up in. So you guys, with that being said, I will be returning back shortly just stay out there and be aware because I will be near and all I need for you to do is hear this nourishment this knowledge and this education that I retrieve from my spiritual father and my ancestors you guys be safe and much peace and love.